Thank you for tuning in to the What You Got Sis podcast. I'm PGC, your host. This episode will be quite different from the previous ones. We recorded it on Thanksgiving Day, surrounded by family. So, you will hear background sounds of family activity. We intentionally wanted to record the episode on family that is unstaged and doing a special family gathering. This is also our last recording of 2023. It has been an exciting, adventurous, and at times overwhelming, but in a good way, year with the launch of the What You Got Sis podcast. My co-host Cookie J and I hope you have enjoyed listening to the podcast and we look forward to posting more episodes in 2024. Thank you to all of our family and friends for your love and support. Have a wonderful holiday season and enjoy this episode on family. back at it yes by the grace of god yes 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 welcome to the what you got sis podcast i'm pgc your host and here with me is cookie J, my co-host we are excited about this episode it is on family yes and what better time to record an episode on family than on, on thanksgiving, thanksgiving day <laughs> yes it's thanksgiving and we have just finished our first round of dinner. Yes. <laughs> and we have a live audience with family. Say hello, family. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> That's a little, little turkey heavy there. Yeah. They still st- stuff in their, their face. So, family. Yes, family. What about it? What comes to mind when you think of this word, family? Yeah, family, you know, when I think about family, it's it's really something that isn't necessarily tied to relatives. You know, I think of family as something that um, can easily be associated with, you know, people in your life who, who feed you emotionally, psychologically, um, even, you know, physically. And so I think we can expand, you know, that definition in different ways. Yeah, doesn't necessarily mean blood related. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Compare and contrast dynamics of only child versus a lot of siblings. I know that you come from an only child family, right? Yes, yes, I, I am an only child. But what's interesting is that I am the oldest of the grandchildren and the youngest of... Um, the children that my grandparents raised because they they also uh, raised me most of my life so I have a little bit of a uh, you know baby uh, you know younger child syndrome as well as a older child (laughs) syndrome when it comes to all of the uh, grands and uh, and in some ways kind of a middle child because I'm I'm in between all of them so it's an interesting dynamic uh, I think that kind of shaped me growing up yeah and and I have I am like one of seven other Mm -hmm. siblings so I had five sisters and two brothers and where are you in there number four okay (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> number four but sometimes it feels like I'm the oldest mm-hmm. in some aspects but um, it's very interesting growing up with um, a lot of sisters and a couple of brothers mm-hmm. we were pretty close family so there's that mm-hmm. but we also had our spats mm-hmm. but we still love on each other right yeah so yes. I can imagine it you know different dynamics when you you're the only one and versus a bunch of us yeah I I didn't get to experience that sort of sibling rivalry thing Mm -hmm. that happens often Mm -hmm. in families and was interesting when I had my own children and and they would you know bicker and and go back I didn't understand what that was and then they'd be friends and and happy and playing again I'm like what is this (laughs) I, I think that most of my siblings would probably say that I was special mm-hmm. because I like to keep the rules. I like to follow the rules. Yes, right? you do. So when they don't do what they were told, mm-hmm. then I have to bring it to somebody's attention because mm-hmm. they're not doing what they were told to do. Something bad might happen. I was really more like a scary child. I was afraid of everything. I was afraid of the mud. I, I was afraid of a lot of stuff. I, I don't know why I had such fear. I just yeah. always felt that, you know, there was trouble or danger around. Mm-hmm. And it might have been because we were in Mississippi mm. in the 60s. Mm-hmm. So That makes sense. It does now. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't, I couldn't um, understand why I was so afraid of everything. When my sisters would leave the house and they're not supposed to, I would be afraid. Because I'm, I'm afraid that something's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It was not a good time, mm-hmm. especially in the South. Um, but now I recognize that's probably why I was afraid, and they would call me probably uh, tattletale. <laughs> but you know, I'm just trying to inform my mom on what's going on, right. so that she can make sure that they're safe. Everybody's safe. That tells me so much more about you. <laughs> yes, and, and part of the reason why I love you so much. But yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Amazing. yeah, and just to to add on to that, I think. The location of your childhood mm-hmm. impacts your experiences. Mm-hmm. Definitely being in Mississippi growing up mm-hmm. impacted me a lot. I was right one of the uh, kids, um, I think it was third grade, that the desegregation happened. Yeah. So we could no longer go to our neighborhood school, mm-hmm. but we had to be bused to the other schools that were much further away. And we had to, to ride on the city bus to get there. We didn't have the yellow school buses at that wow. time initially. Yeah. Um, so I, th- I think that their focus was really on trying to, you know, integrate. Mm-hmm. And they had not worked out all of the, the details right. or the specifics. So that impacted us right. a lot. Yeah, same. Uh, growing up on the East Coast primarily in North Carolina, but I spent four years of uh, grade school in New Jersey as well. And But it wasn't until uh, my middle school years that I moved back and finished um, grade school or middle school in uh, North Carolina during a time of desegregation. And like you mentioned, we were bused from, I lived on the west side of Charlotte, and we were bused over, all the way over to the north side of Charlotte, which was, uh, you know, for, for us being young people, you know, and what we all love about our young people is they're very adaptable, and I think, 
you know, it certainly uh, at that time was an opportunity to kind of get more experience and integrate with other uh, demographics. But I do appreciate that experience because, again, that part of town is where the money was and so that we had a nice school and we had great athletic programs and and um, you know it was a it was a good experience uh, overall uh, growing up and meeting people that I probably wouldn't have met staying over on the west side of town so uh, yeah all of that plays into um, you know our, our character and our and who we are today Let's uh, kind of switch gears here and just talk about any special relatives you hold dear, aunts, uh, uncles, cousins, and what about any impact of your grandparents? Mm, yeah, all of the above. I mean, again, being an only child, you know, my family was everything. And I had three aunties. My mother was the fourth of the, the daughters, but I had one of my aunties who shared my birthday. And she was one who I lost early, earlier in life. But uh, she was always very special to me for obvious reasons. Um, and then, so what I still have living are my oldest and my youngest auntie. And so for different reasons, they're absolutely my fave. You know, one's like a older sister that I never had, which is my youngest auntie. And then my older auntie kind of serves as my uh, mother figure as I lost my mother several many years ago as well so uh so yeah they're they're everything i had five uncles who you know all equally i i can't even pick one out but they were all equally um significant in my life in that they helped to instill sort of confidence in me and primarily because they just treated me as one of their own and 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 sort of that protective father sort of um, role in my life in the absence of a father so um, they're all very special and uh, and then of course I mentioned earlier my grandparents raised mm -hmm. me most of my life and so they are you know were like everything and I've since lost them both but mm -hmm. they were everything mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. um, yeah I couldn't pick out one over the other mm -hmm. but yeah they're all very special mm -hmm. yeah same for me my grandparents um, pretty much raised uh, us mm -hmm. with my mom really hold them very dear to me mm -hmm. spent a lot of time around them and then I had uncles um, who lived in Michigan and Michigan was a place, Chicago, Illinois, and then Muskegon, Michigan was a place that we would travel in the summer to spend time with relatives. And so I had some really great uncles that lived in Michigan. They're all past now, but it, that was fun, fun times for me, and I really hold them very dear to me. Mm -hmm. So it's something about, you know, your uncles and your aunts and, yeah. you know, your grandparents. Yeah, hold very dear memories. Very dear. How about, let's like shoot this to some of the family. Yeah. Anybody want to chime in? Jump on in here, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be shy. Don't be shy. I'm sure our audience would love to hear from some of you guys. We're just talking about family. And is there anyone that you hold dear, like an uncle or an aunt, cousins? Yes. <laughs> so, yes. So, Come on, come on, come on to the mic. Yeah, We're celebrating family today. So yes. Let's, let's hear about your 
your most yes. important. <laughs> <laughs> um, who I hold dear? Do, can I put this on? Yes. Um, I think for me, it, an aunt and uncle, they were like my grandparents. Um, and he passed. So that was kind of hard, but, um, and then also I have a set of cousins that are super close. Mm-hmm. So, um, my grandparent, my dad was, um, born when my grandparents were in their forties. So mm-hmm. his siblings kind of raised him. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I have a whole bunch of grandparents mm-hmm. really, mm-hmm. but, um, probably, so all my second cousins, I was raised with like my first cousins. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, Yeah. Great, great. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That's awesome. Come on, don't be shy. Come on, family. We're celebrating family today. Yes. And I'm not going to edit any of this out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Rachel. It's raw. All right, Chris. Oh, Let's have it. Um, uh, who do I hold dear? Um, all of my aunts and uncles I hold dear uh, for different reasons. Um, my aunt, my aunt Jenny, um, for just being loving sports like I love sports, and kind of with my mom showing me the ropes on how to play basketball and and just loving on me and um, just teaching me sports. Uh, my aunt Gloria, who passed for taking care of us when my mom was uh, in the military and uh, off to different places. Um, Living with my Aunt Linda and my Aunt Ernestine. At one point or another, we've all lived with each other as Mm -hmm. far as like Mm -hmm. um, aunts and uncles. We've all been living in each other's houses throughout the years. So um, pretty much everybody's funneled through our house at some point. Yep. Um, so my cousins are more like brothers to me, mm-hmm. brothers and sisters more than cousins because we were just around each other all the time and like living with each other. And so I often call them brother and sister um, because that's how I feel. I don't feel, I think sometimes <clears throat> when you think of cousins, you think of like there's this distance or this, not necessarily a barrier, but a distance between between you. But with us, we were we were so close and, and tight-knit as kids. and, mm-hmm. and um, teenagers um that we're like uh siblings mm-hmm. um so uh, so I have a question for you yeah so i mean that's all lovely but sometimes even with the people we love there's sometimes conflict so i'm curious as to you know maybe an example of when you may have had some conflict that you worked through well um, with my cousins, I never, we never really had conflict. I more had conflict with my my older brother, because um, <laughs> okay. we're we're close in age, and uh-huh. we mm-hmm. uh, for a time we were look similar. Uh-huh. We still look similar, but we uh-huh. look like people were called us twins for probably the first uh, I don't know eight wow. to ten years yeah. of our lives, and, mm-hmm. and my mom didn't do us any favors by <laughs> dressing didn't. us the same <laughs> on the same day. I That's didn't, y'all. Girl. And so there's a lot of uh, there was a lot of uh, trying to find our individuality. Sure, it was easy. Okay, you wear the same thing, and I got to figure out who wore what. Yeah. All right, y'all yeah. know what I'm talking about if out my there. My kids were here. Yeah, they would say I didn't have room to talk. So yeah. <laughs> um, 
everybody would say are you guys twins like no we're just brothers yes that was the going <laughs> saying <yeah>. um <laughs> Uh, let's see if a conflict uh, uh a lot mm -hmm. of conflict um i mean but as far as like working through we always work through because we know that you know we love each other and we're right. brothers there's nothing really gonna um separate us mm -hmm. and so um i don't know if i can name a specific conflict because there's like too many to even yeah no we don't want you to name anything <laughs> no oh, but you got to have a good you guys have two Scary. distinct personalities you're mm -hmm. just very different mm -hmm. to, to be so close in age Mm -hmm. very distinct personalities mm -hmm. same my, my my daughters are 20 months apart and yeah you'd think they were raised in two different households they're so different but uh, I love what, what you said about you know at the end of the day your family so you you work things out you give grace you forgive you forget you know you move on and I think that's uh, one of the values of family is that you know opposed to falling out with your neighbor or your co-worker or somebody at the grocery store you can just you know it doesn't really have any meaning or true value to you those conflicts but when it's family you, you work it out or you let it go yeah thank you chris <laughs> moving on to special gatherings mm. for me sunday dinners growing mm -hmm. up was everything mm -hmm. it Sunday dinners was like a take on like the Thanksgiving mm -hmm. or the Christmas holiday dinners. Mm -hmm. Every Sunday we had a huge dinner and we had people who just come over mm -hmm. to eat people that I wouldn't necessarily know, but my my mother knew, my grandparents right. knew and they would they would always invite people in, never turn anyone away. Mm -hmm. It was just really special for me. But um <laughs> We were in church probably six days out of seven <laughs> uh -huh. growing up. You know, if it wasn't BTU on Sunday evenings, it was Bible study. Oh, yeah. It was usher. You have to show up if you're an usher for usher practice mm -hmm. and choir practice. And then youth um, on Friday, youth activities. Right. It was something every day. Mission. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it was something. And then on um the holidays like for easter i mean we had sunrise service we had morning worship service yes, we yes, came yes. home went back to btu then we had evening service uh -huh. so it was like all day in church but it was special to me because i enjoyed going to church mm -hmm. even growing up uh, and I look forward to the Sunday dinners because it was everything you wanted. Fried chicken, it was like oh, pound cakes, peach We cobbler. didn't realize how good we had it. Ooh. I, every Sunday, I just think back, how did we have such good meals every Sunday? Because mm -hmm. it's not like we had a whole lot of money, right? right? But we always had more right. than enough to eat. Uh, yeah. Fresh foods like greens mm -hmm. and peas and beans. Mm -hmm. So, and then the holidays were just uh, a blow up from the Sunday dinners. My favorite would be Thanksgiving and Christmas mm -hmm. are my favorite holidays because of family. Mm -hmm. So, how about you? Yeah, you know, I think what's interesting, and, and certainly like you, my both my grandparents were ministers. Mm -hmm. And so, without saying, yes, I spent a lot of time in the church growing up. But I think that's why it was uh, equally important when my aunts and uncles would come and, you know, invite me to do things with their family and go golfing or movies or, or what have you. So, that, that balanced it all out. But... Uh, what stands out though for me as far as gatherings are more 
of the like on the 4th of July and Labor Day and those big holidays mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. you know there would yeah. be food and there'd be games yeah. and cards and talking smack and <laughs> <laughs> which I perfected in <laughs> yeah yes you have I have honed my craft yes you have growing up talking smack yeah and so okay Pearl <laughs> I can testify to that but uh, those were the good times for me because you would have um you know folks just coming together and they were usually during the summer months and you know you're outdoors or just uh have that added uh sun uh shine and great weather to to was kind of that added mm-hmm. element so uh those are the, the best memories i think for family yeah Do you so have any of the little ones i want to uh let's see i know it's like you've been non-stop talking since i've been here <laughs> now it's all now it's all quiet Oh, yeah, he's done this before. Hey, so do you want to tell us what family means to you? Um, I think it means, like, being kind to your family people, like, your elders. Of, like, uh, being kind to your elders and being nice to the people that you love. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. That was seven. Thank you so much. He has been just that very polite and kind. We wanted to surprise you with a special segment in this episode and (laughs) to come in to more episodes. And it's called Mom, Remember When? (laughs) Oh boy. Glad my kids aren't here. Here is my son, Chris, with the first segment of Mom, Remember When. Chris, you have the mic. Uh, Mom, Remember When? Uh, I ran away from home in fifth grade. Okay. Um, Backstory. Um, My brother, older brother, Charles, was not, uh, never liked school. He was very smart, but didn't apply himself. And so this sixth grade year for him in middle school, first year in middle school, parent-teacher conference, um, mom goes there and all negative reports back. Not turning in his homework. Um, so like incompletes, failing, I don't know. And get home, he gets home with mom and it does not go well. <laughs> does not go well. If you have a parent that's raised in the South and you don't have good grades, you already know. You already know. You already know. Um, and they're like, mom's like, Chuck, what's going on? Chuck said, they, they lying, mom. They lying. <laughs> they all lying, Chuck? They all lying? Yeah, they all lying. Okay. Um, so he got, he, he uh, had some problems and I didn't want to see any of that work. I didn't want to see any of that problems. I didn't want to see that. And so, um, I had a, like a progress report and I had a D in the progress report. I was like, oh, I'm flashing back to what happened to my brother. I was like, no, I don't want any of that. Nope. He didn't want nope. no smoke from I didn't Pearl. Want no smoke. <laughs> and so I, uh, I didn't, because you have like two weeks or so to have your parents sign it because your, your parent has to sign it to show that they've seen it. I was like, 
I don't know what I'm gonna do. I guess I'm just gonna <laughs> run away because there's no way I'm not. I can't. I, I can't. I can't handle that. What he got? I can't handle that. Oh no. Um. So I planned it out. I I don't know what I had. I had like a He-Man toy in the backpack, and like maybe a couple of clothes. A He-Man toy. Yeah, one, one He-Man toy. <laughs> one He-Man toy in the back. It's my favorite He-Man toy, and like a, a couple pair of clothes I put in my backpack, and so uh, probably a week goes by. And like I build up the nerve to try and run away. It's like after school you get on the bus. And so I I get to the bus. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to run away. I'm not going to get on the bus. And then I chicken out. I get on the bus. <laughs> I get on the bus, go home. Um, and then it's getting closer to when I need to turn it in. And then um, my mom so happened to be going out of town for a couple of days uh-huh. on a site visit. I was like, okay, this is a perfect time. I can run away now. She won't even be scared or nothing like that. She won't even know. <laughs> And so, uh, get to the end of school, um, I get to the bus, and I was going to chicken out again, but then some kids saw, saw me and said, hey, you want to play basketball? I said, oh, and so I didn't get on the bus, I played basketball, and that's, that's what led to the running away. I, mm-hmm. I played until everybody was gone, and then I just, I walked the streets of University Place Tacoma. Oh my goodness. Um, for, for a night. Um, my mom's not in town, and this is the time where all most of the family's up in Washington. And so um, I didn't come home. Mm-hmm. My aunts and my cousins are all looking for me. And I'm roaming around Tacoma University Place, um, going to different my places, goodness. going to the mall, going to the video game place, even mm-hmm. though I don't have any money, just mm-hmm. hanging out. It's, and so mm-hmm. now it's pitch black. I hear police cars. I'm thinking, oh, they're looking for me. Right. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out where I'm going to go. Um, so I, I was like, maybe I'll go to my aunt Linda's house. She'll 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 protect she'll protect right. me. She'll protect me. So I'm gonna uh, walk from uh, University Place to come to Lakewood. Um, and so as I'm walking, trying to get to my aunt's house, I go past Seven Eleven, which is near our apartments where we are, where we lived. Mm-hmm. Um, as I'm passing Seven Eleven, my cousin Anna comes out, say Chris, and I see her, and mm-hmm. I start to run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But she ran track in, in high school. I was like, oh, man, I ain't going to catch me. I might as well just stop. I might as well just stop. So, oh, my gosh. So she, she uh, caught me, and uh, I got to the house, and I'm, like, crying because I'm thinking I'm going to go to juvenile hall yeah. for running yeah. away. And so the police, police come because they were searching for me. They and so they said, we're not going to take you away or whatever. You're fine or whatever. Um, and then my mom's coming home the next morning. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I go to bed, you know. My mom gets home. I'm in bed. It's probably noon. Mm-hmm. Three o'clock comes. I'm still in bed. <laughs> She's like, is Chris still in bed? Mm-hmm. He must really be tired. And like five o'clock comes. I'm still in bed, right? And I said, like, oh, man, I might get away with this. They're not telling her. <laughs> oh, man, I, I might get away with this whole thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my Uncle Mike comes in. Hey, did you hear uh, what, what Chris did? I was like, man. Oh, Mike, come on, man. I'm just pretending to be asleep. I've been pretending to be asleep for about right, four or five day. hours. Yeah. My mom comes in, Chris. I'm like, uh, like I'm like I'm just waking up. Uh-huh. You you ran away. Why'd you run away? She grabbed me up, and I I, I got a similar treatment to what happened to my brother. <laughs> like, don't you ever run away again? If you ever run away, don't get caught. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah. Survived. 
Yeah. Thank you, Chris. Thank you for that segment. Uh, Mom, that remember when we're going to try and incorporate funny. that into some of our That's episodes moving forward. Well, y'all, that is our time. It has been it's fun. Been great. Um, this has been a great day, a great time for family. Thank you, Cookie J, for hanging, hanging in, hanging out. Wouldn't want to be any other place. Well, that is going to be all for us, and that is a wrap. That's a wrap. Time for seconds. See ya. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. <laughs>